hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Roll For It. It has been a minute, but we are back. Huzzah! Today, the season three cast is playing a spooky, scary Halloween one-shot that we are calling Unityville Horror. First, a few updates about the show. This season, we are streaming the recording of our episodes live Tuesdays on Twitch. Watch us actually play D&D in person-ish and uh, with all the recording bits and bobs, and it's fun. It's great. It's a grand grand old time. We're going to get better and better at making the audio quality consistent and in line with what we've normally done. But for this mini-series, if there's any audio glitches, please, um, please don't hear those. Just hear the good stuff. And now... We will begin Unityville Horror. Previously on Roll For It. Season 3 followed our favorite pirate crew, a tiefling artificer named Euphoria, but you can call her Yue if you are either one of her friends. From tragic childhood to fugitive on the run, Yue is being framed for the assassination of her own beloved father, so she's slow to trust people and slower to like people. Kanar is a master archer and the strongest ranger, according to Kanar, a moon elf ranger from the secluded forest of Saida. He's 100 years old, which makes him barely an adult, but he's already living his dream of being an adventurer. And finally, we have tabaxi rogue Mo, who is a liar, a drunk, (laughs) deathly afraid of water, and with a flair for the dramatic. In spite of all of that... She is the captain of the fleet. And she is a good heart, and she does her best. She's really great. Mo accidentally murdered her way into captainhood, but she wears the hat well. Thank you. Our three adventurers sailed the sea together in pursuit of three very different wishes, but the real treasure was the friendship points they earned along the way. (laughs) Go listen to season three so you can get that joke. It's worth it, I promise. Today, the trio sails two ships between them. The Fiery Revenge, a large galleon with a long history of pirating where the three first met by fate or by coincidence, and the Adventurer's Mark, a small sloop that they stole along the way that has since been equipped with various magical, practical, and cosmetic upgrades. Mo oversees the Fiery Revenge and its huge crew day to day. She also keeps watch over their prized prisoner, Robert Coward, a rat bastard of a human who used vicious means to track down Yue in order to return her to her home country, where she faces false charges for regicide. Instead, the gang captured him, and in exchange for his life, Robert has agreed to speak as a witness to clear Yue's name. They are on their way to Manrithia now to do so. Mo has given daily operations of the adventurer's mark to Kanar. He is balancing his new captain responsibilities with his new romance. Last season, when faced with a ghastly monster known as the Alep, Yue and Kanar anxiously held hands. Ten episodes later, the two shared a kiss after an emotionally charged battle for Yue's soul. 
yeah. It's been about a week since the harrowing fight with the lich. It's been one week since you looked at me. And the crew is still high on the scent of fresh treasure. Tonight is a special night for the crew. It's the last full moon before winter, a night that is celebrated widely in the Southern Isles as the Pale Moon Spirit Festival. Spirit Fest is a night of drinking, dancing, costumes, and spooky stuff. Spooky, scary skeletons, shivers down your spine. The winds fill the sails of the adventurer's mark as the sun approaches the horizon. The repetitive tink of hammer on metal can be heard all over the ship as Euphoria prepares her costume for the evening in her room. Yue, can you describe what you look like? Hot, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm a purple tiefling. I have horns. My eyes are just completely black. Got a little tail. Probably sweating a little bit because I've been working. Everybody's working for the weekend. Yue's catching up on pop culture and she's made it to the 80s. <laughs> it's taken but me some time. That's when Kanar knocks on the door. <laughs> Hello? That's our secret pass, not. There's no pattern whatsoever. But, um, um yes, come in. Hello. <laughs> hey. Nar, can you describe yourself? Um, blue alabaster skin. His hair is still in the dreads with the ponytail pulled to the back. But over the past week, he hasn't really been keeping neatly clean. So his beard is a little mm -hmm. bit thicker. Like, oh my gosh. Kanar, you haven't shaved <laughs> in a while. You don't look so young anymore. Ooh. As you know, being 100, I'm going through puberty now. Wait, how young are you? Yeah, wait, let's not make Euphoria a pedophile. Uh <laughs> I need Kennard to have already gone through puberty for this storyline to be okay with Yeah, me. me too. I'm a man. So he's draped up and dripped out in this seaweed alip costume. Right, so the alip which you guys fought in episode one is a spectral wispy creature made of dark fog. And Kanar's alip costume is a ghillie suit so he basically looks like Cousin It, but seaweed instead of hair. No. Yeah, it's dyed a darker color. What did he dye it with? Squid ink. Does he smell really bad? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> he smells like seaweed and squid. He thought of this to counteract the smell. Yeah. He actually took mint leaves and mm. some cocoa beans. Some Axe body spray. Grinded them up. So now he smells like mint chocolate. And seaweed and squid. <laughs> Um, why did you decide that you would go as, like, maybe our worst fear? Well... Well... This is also the monstrosity that bonded us for the first time. Oh. Mo barges in. Ah! She does not knock. Mo. I smell a squid, puberty, and something kind of good. I don't know what the last part is. Very specific that you can smell puberty. <laughs> uh, trust me. You can smell puberty. <laughs> so, Mo, what did you do in your spare time? In my oh. spare time? Yeah. Are you not seeing this costume? Um, clearly, I've been creating this. Oh. Yeah, I can clearly <laughs> see what you're wearing. Um, you look so fetching. Mm. Tell me more. So, Momo is Momo. a great tabaxi. Yellow eyes. And her costume. It's basically a barrel hanging by suspenders that she has painted gold and put one big eye in the middle. And she is one of her best friends and shipmate, Unit. Oh, you look like Unit. Just like yeah. him. Unit is a modron that the crew adopted last season. 
Although typical Madrans are machine-like creatures that adhere to strict rules, order, and hierarchy, Unit is malfunctioning. So he's able to think freely now and is learning about the world around him for the first time, like a newborn puppy. Hearing his name, he actually just flutters into the room. Hello, mateys. Unit, look! What is that? <laughs> That's you! We're the same! That looks nothing like me. Unit. I'm a regular person. Well, um, Unit. Unit. Regular is a large stretch for you. <laughs> so I have like a mirror in this room, so I'm going to show Unit what he looks like. Unit is a spherical metallic bronzish ball with thin arms and legs and two wings at his shoulders, which are always slightly fluttering to take some of the weight off of his pencil stick legs. What is that? That is you. Mm -hmm. It looks just like Moe's costume. Unit, you've never seen your own reflection before? And he's like, who is that girl I see? Unit, <laughs> what do you think? Do you think you're a cutie pie? Because you are. I do now. I feel great. <laughs> Confidence boosted. Wow. Amazing. So we're just having like this little party in my room. That's just really nice. You left your door open. I did you... not leave my door. You left my door open, Kunal. The sun is almost down and I was told to retrieve you all before sunset for the festivities. Well, I just need like five minutes to put you this know, on, but you're late. all in here and like I can't Okay, change. okay, 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 okay. Five minutes. Get out. So we leave, we give her five minutes and she comes out as... <laughs> I'm in a full suit of armor, and I also have my homunculus servant, Daxter, who is in a little princess outfit. To clarify, Lexi's homunculus servant is a corgi. Yeah, he's like in a little pokeball, and so I roll him out, and I'm a knight in shining armor, essentially because I saved myself. Can you a walk? But, um, I'm a little clunky. Yes. I don't know how to walk in armor, but it looks really good. Like I, I was gonna I'll say. get now, I promise. I'm on my way. <laughs> so I take one of UA's arms and gesture for Kinar to take the other one, and we help her get up the stairs without bending her knees. This is great. If we could do this when I'm wearing like normal clothing, that would be great too. <laughs> when you reach the top of the stairs, you are on the deck of the smaller of your two ships, the Adventurer's Mark. Kinar captains this ship. Following closely behind is Moe's much larger Fiery Revenge, which is the site of this year's big Spirit Fest party. Aboard the Adventurer's Mark are three of Moe's star crew members, Nugget, Tiptoes, and Burnt Bill. They're what Moe calls Kanar's training wheels, yep. as Kanar learns the ins and outs of being a captain. Nugget, a happy halfling, is at the helm. He has an acid-burned face, Shh, no, he doesn't. which his face is fine. Is definitely UA's fault. Nugget's been through a lot, but his full beard covers most of his scars. His beard also goes great with his werewolf costume. Oh, Nugget, you look amazing! I like that you didn't have to put any makeup on because your face Mo. is already Mo. What? Stop. Tiptoes has some giant in him. He's very large. But normally he's got a very friendly face, but right now it's covered by a scarecrow mask, making him straight up terrifying. Yes. Tiptoe, you understand the assignment. I love this. Ooh. Okay, uh, I'm doing my best to understand this tradition you all do, but can somebody tell me why all these costumes have to be so scary? To scare away the ghosts, miss. When the last pale moon is in the sky, the blockade between our world and the world of the dead gets blurred in the night. 
All the souls lost at sea return to the world to do spooky stuff, so we make ourselves look too scary to mess with. So these ghosties leave us in peace. And then Nugget chimes in. I heard that we wear all the weird, crazy stuff so that when the spirits come back, they feel like they're just at home with other spirits. They can just pass freely between worlds. Like, oh, you know, no big deal. We're all scary looking. Also, it's so we don't get freaked out seeing the spirits because we just think there are other people in costumes. We're like, eh, no biggie. I guess that's one way to look at it. All right, bud. And then I reach as far above my head as possible to give him a fist bump. Reciprocates fist bumps to you. I just fall over. It's too heavy. <laughs> I in turn fall because uh, she was holding, holding me her arm. arm. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Finally, there's Burnt Bill, a white bearded man with a red and white striped shirt and a red bandana. He appears out of nowhere behind you and says, I'll man the jib, Captain. <laughs> Grandpa, where's your costume? Look at the shirt. It's a pirate costume. William. Wait, what's what's new with his shirt? It's a different shirt. Instead of his usual red and white striped shirt, he's wearing a plain white shirt, but with red lines painted across it. William, this is an important day. Wearing the costume. <laughs> Spend a lot of time on the shirt. It looks really good. You look um, great. No, you look great, doesn't girl. it look great? It's a different shirt. It looks you amazing. Look oh, can you give us a little twirl? I want to see the back of it. You, <laughs> you, devil, you. <laughs> a little hot will spin. <laughs> yeah, you'll scare them, them things back into the ocean. The souls, yeah. Is the adventurer's mark where Robert is also being kept? Your prisoner Robert is in the hold of the fiery revenge. That's what I thought. Burnt Bill and Tiptoes raise the sails to slow the ship, and the adventurer's mark drops anchor. The fiery revenge catches up about 10 feet away and does the same. And ropes are tied between the two ships for easier crossing. Oh my gosh. How are we going to get Yue across a tiny little rope in a full suit of armor? <laughs> I know. I was like, um... Tiptoes, I love the rope idea. This is great. But perhaps if we had a plank, maybe a five by eight. Tiptoes, can you just yeet me over there, please? Sure thing. That sounds damaging. <laughs> How athletic are you? <laughs> She's armored up as long as she lands on her back. You ready? Wait, wait, wait. Do we, do we really have to go over there? You all look towards the fiery revenge where the entire crew is holding mugs of ale your direction. <laughs> yeah, the party's starting. Ah, the party. Captain Mo. Captain Mo. Oh my gosh, they're chanting your name. How fun. Yeah, Mo. Let's go. Mo, 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 Mo. Yeah, let's go. I'm Mo. Get down, Mo. See, Kanar, one day you'll have a crew and they'll do this too. This is what you have to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Get on the bloody ship, Captain Mo. Captain Mo. I walk one of the ropes between the two ships, like a tightrope, to get to the fiery revenge. You wait. Tiptoes just picks you up. <laughs> It would take two hands. Tiptoes isn't like a giant yeah. giant. The adventurer's mark tips with the combined weight of the two oh of you. Tiptoe, please be careful. <laughs> Tiptoe, Tiptoe, be very careful. No, he's fine. He's got it. Let's go, Tiptoe. Tiptoe drops you from about three feet in the air oh. onto the crowded deck of the Fiery Revenge. I snap my fingers and some of the crew comes over and helps get her up. <laughs> hey guys, good to see you again. Um, I'm also realizing this was a mistake. So as you climb aboard the Fiery Revenge, it is dusk now and the deck is illuminated by lanterns. Regular ones and jack-o'-lanterns, candles, some suspended from ropes and banisters strung throughout the ship. The entire crew got the costume party memo and they're all dressed as monsters and old-timey warriors. Really old-timey warriors because they're all pretty old-timey already. 
and you see skulls and fake spiders and other decorative knickknacks somebody must have picked up from a souvenir shop, and of course, barrels of ale and some hot apple cider. Can you get me one of those ales? Because I probably need to drink through this. Everybody gets their drink of choice. What are you guys' drink of choice? Bacon soda with maple syrup. Ocean organic vodka. Oh! <laughs> Whoever put down half their drink, she just is kind of finishing whatever's around. Hardheart makes his way over to the three of you. Hardheart is Moe's elderly and grizzled first mate and mentor on the Fiery Revenge. He's been serving on this ship longer than any of you have been alive, mm. except maybe Kanar. <laughs> and he says, Captain Moe, as your first year with us during Spirit Fest, it's customary for you to give a toast. <laughs> right, uh, toast. Toast. Yeah, do one of your fancy speeches. You, you're so good at these pirate speeches. So good. So, everybody, thank you for being here again for Spirit Fest again this year. I love all of your costumes. I think they're all very clever. The two of you with the Durbin costume, the butt, the head, it's great, <laughs> love it. Durbin is of course your party's pet mule. He is up in the crow's nest looking down on all of you and he's wearing a dragon costume. Oh my god! <laughs> which is a piece of red fabric draped over his back with wings taped to an old saddle, and he's also got four little dragon feet over his hooves. Durbin, last time we played, had panther stats. Now yeah. he doesn't have panther stats. How is he getting into that crow's nest? You don't know what his stats are. You just know that you see <laughs> dragon costume Durbin perched up in the crow's nest. Oh my gosh, but how is he up there? <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> I guess I just want to say, let's all do our best to celebrate really hard so that none of the dead people come and haunt the ship, because I don't think I do well with that. Wrap it up. You're doing great. Uh, um... Cheers. Yeah. Like, just a cheers. Arg. Oh. Arg. Yes! Arg. Great speech uh, uh, to... to... to Mo. How long is this celebration, by the way? Because don't we have to... Are we stopping or are we continuously going? Like Anchors dropped. We're here all night. All night? The sun finally sinks below the horizon as you guys chug your drinks, take your shots, and the festivities begin. Or are we just going to party all night? I'm sorry. I thought this was just like an hour thing. I'm surprised that you thought this was going to be an hour-long party and made an entire suit of armor. Don't we have Robert that we have to get to the port to like clear my name? UA, the crew has been working really hard all week. They need right, a little I, break. Yeah. Unless you want the union coming after us. <laughs> do, do pirates have unions? You know, you've been really stressed too. And staring at Robert Coward all day is not going to make us get to Monrethia any faster. It's just going to make the ride a lot more miserable. Burnt Bill's got an accordion out. Oh, now he has accessories. Yep, he added to it. <laughs> Go enjoy the party. Have a little fun. I walk away towards the drinking table, but when you stop looking at me, I actually just make a little beeline for where Robert is being kept, you know, because... So while Yue spent some time with the man involved in her father's murder, Mo and Kanar. You are having a blast at the party. You find Unit at the punch bowl, and he is dressed up for the occasion. He has a fake mustache attached to his top lip. Very dashing Unit. He also has 
marker-drawn horns on either side of his head. Unit, is that Sharpie? Hmm. What did I tell you about the Sharpies, babe? That's not going to come off. We're going to have to use, like, <laughs> like baking soda. I'm not sure. Hardheart helped me with the costume. Oh, Hardheart. The crew was adamant that I dress up for the occasion. Adamant? They said there'd be plenty of games. Unit, turn around. He turns around and they drew a penis on his back with Sharpies. <laughs> Best costume. Yuna, did you fall asleep? They said they were giving me wings. Aww. Aww. You look really beautiful, kid. Are you both going to participate in the games of the night? Mo promised me a game of solitaire later. That's right, buddy. We play solitaire every night. <laughs> I've loved games since I've joined this ship. Because I knew games starting as soon as I joined this ship. Oh. You're like a weird little baby. Kinar, why don't you go get UA and we'll play some games? Okay, yeah, but before before I leave, I wanted to I actually wanted to wanted to talk to you about something one on one, just us really quick. Sure thing. How can I assist? No unit with your new developed personality. You should go be I'm gonna go play hide and seek. He loves that game. Okay, you hide. Of course. I know the rules. Mo. Okay, yeah, me? Just keep in mind that I'm like a little drunk before you give me any important information, you, but sure, what's you up? Usually are. <laughs> you spend a lot of time on the other ship, on my ship, Adventures Mark. Well, it's technically part of my fleet, so I gotta make sure everything is going smoothly yeah. over there. No, I get that, like a part of your fleet, but like it has a separate identity now, like me. Like I I don't feel like you're allowing me to be captain. <sighs> Ooh. Um, you're definitely the captain. Don't do that. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. You do, you're, you're doing the thing where you give me the title and it's more more metaphorical than actual. Do you know all the stuff that goes into being a captain? Uh, well, okay. You gotta know your crew back and front. Tiptoes, for example. Every morning when Tiptoes wakes up, he's going to hit, his, going head to hit his head on, on the, the door, door frame. frame. Every he's day. He's going to. Every single day. And someone's got to be there to rub his right. noggin and tell yes. him he's okay. Or he's not going to be in the right, right mood to The, the do tasks of the... The yeah. tasks. The pirate he's, sailor he's steering the tasks ship. Yes. that I know all about because I am a captain. You are a captain. You <laughs> haven't given me the chance to experience that yet. I'm just... I just... I just... I, I can back off a little bit. That's fine. Okay, that's all I'm asking. I'll check in three times a day. Every no, meal. That's not going to work. Three times. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And in sometimes second dinner and second lunch. It's time to bob for plumes. <laughs> Let's go. We'll, we'll talk about it later. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Wait, wait, let's do Captain versus Captain. <laughs> Oh, plumes, by the way, are a delicacy from Canara's hometown. They're better plums, and there's always some aboard the ships and the cargo. They're up here, they're in the barrels of water, the game's all set up. Dunk your heads, grab as many plumes as you can. Are they gonna roll? Yeah, you roll 3d6s to see how many plumes you get. <laughs> Lexi has been itching for us yeah. to finally... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I got 11. Mo, we've got 11 plumes for Canara, you gotta beat 11. Oh. Okay, well, I'm starting with a solid one, so. Woo! I lean down, and then I just kind of tip into the barrel with the plumes. You had a bad bob. Ah! The last one's a six. Yay! Okay, so, 10. Very close. Yeah. Kanar wins the plume! Yeah! Meanwhile, down below deck, Yue, you have found your prisoner. I pull up a chair, and I'm just sitting, staring at Robert. Not saying anything, just looking at him. Is he awake? Yeah, he's awake. He's just sitting in his little corner. So you're below deck in the dark. It's a cold room that's otherwise filled with dried goods and supplies, but there's an iron cage in the center of the room, this little 10 foot by 10 foot cell, which Robert sits behind. And he's got a little bedroll for sleeping and a bucket for bucket stuff. Well, the last time we saw Robert, he was like bound. His hands and his fingers have still been bound because he does know magic and that's a way to keep him from acting out. Can't use his hands, can't use his feet. Can I do an investigation check to see if he's been up to anything? Sure. I'm just a little, little nervous about this man. Oh, I got a seven. <laughs> can't see shit. Um, you do see shit. Oh! He pooped, he pooped. earlier today. <laughs> oh. It hasn't been cleaned out yet. Okay. Kinar is upstairs wet being cheered on about his plume victory. So Mo's just like across the crowd from him. She mouths at him. <laughs> Where is Yue? Durbin, can you go find Yue for us? Make sure she's okay. Wow, my own boyfriend won't even look for me. He's just gonna <laughs> send his donkey. Yeah. Durbin, who was just getting ready to go to the dance floor, he just disappointedly walks down towards Aww. the dungeon. He doesn't get to dance. Durbin would be such a good little dancer. Back downstairs, Robert is eyeing Yue's suit of armor costume up and down. You do not wear that well. You son of a chicken bitch. Why aren't you up celebrating the devil day with the rest of your devilish friends? It actually has a name. It's called Spirits Fest. Mm. And um, you're just calling it Devil's Day because you are a piece of poo on a stick, so... What are you doing here? Um, I'm just here to, to monitor you. I'm fine. Thank you for checking no, on me. I'm not checking on I'm you. Glad I'm glad that you're concerned I'm not for concerned health. for you. I'm just... just wanted to see if you were doing anything dumb because you do dumb things. Things, so, well, um, as you can see, I've been plotting my escape and my vengeance. It's captivating. You smell like eggs. <laughs> well, I smell like your ship. No, it's your own odor. Maybe find 
A scrub brush. Are you requesting something? Do you think you can request something? And then Durbin comes clomping down the stairs, sniffing around for clues. UA clues. UA clues. Durbin spots you, UA. Hi, Derby. He stomps his hoof and gestures his head towards the stairs and at the party. Yeah, I'll be there in a second, I guess. Robert, I just want you to know that I'm watching you and we will be in Monrithia sooner than you think. I'm looking forward to it. And if you betray me, you know what I can do to you. I do. Okay. No need to remind. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to send anybody down to clean up your poop bucket, so <laughs> bye. And then I leave with Durbin. I feel like they're like secretly siblings or something. I Who's honestly very, feel like we like, maybe like... They're like twins. <laughs> I feel like maybe I've argued with Robert mm. like many times. I know. Like maybe they just don't remember that they're We'll see. It's time for the three-legged race. How do you play a three-legged race? Have you never played a three-legged race? I haven't really played any games. You pair up in two, and you tie your one leg together. You have to finish a race. I'm looking forward to partnering up with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Can I, are we gonna, we gonna three-leg this race? Well, look who's back. Yeah, what? I haven't seen you in an hour. Where, where, where have you been? In the bathroom. Uh-huh. Taking care of business every day, you know. I bop for plumes. I beat moles. Oh, like, I whooped her. Amazing. Like, I destroyed her. We were bobbing for plumes, and I won. So as the race gets started and these two start tying themselves together, Mo is going to go see Robert Coward. <sighs> Mo, Mo, where are you going? I'm just going to the bathroom. And then I disappear into the dungeon. And Robert, I hope is still there. Uh, I'm still here. How many times has UA been down here today? Well, um, this morning when there was breakfast on the deck and about 20 minutes ago, so two times. That's not too bad. Two less than average, I think. So you're saying she usually comes down here four times a day? Is there something that you need? She doesn't even live on this frickin' ship. When is she sneaking onto my ship? I put you on here specifically so she would stop obsessing. Well, that sounds like something you can talk to your friends about. Are you guys, like, in love or something? Completely. All we talk about is running away together and starting a family of hideous little horned monster babies. How's your party? When he says hideous monster babies, she takes her tail, swishes it through the bars, and knocks the poop bucket over onto the floor. <laughs> the party's good. And then she like <laughs> kind of lies down on the floor and is just playing with her whiskers. And now someone's finally asked how Mo is. No one's asked her all day. <laughs> I don't know. Kanar thinks that I am keeping too close a watch on him and his ship. Robert's got his feet up on his stool and he's watching in disgust as some of the liquid from the bucket is getting <laughs> closer and closer to your costume edges. Mo does not notice any of the poop water coming towards her. She's very into her story. And like, I don't know, maybe he's right, but I just kind of gave him this captain job because I love him. He's, he's like, you know, he's my little brother. I wanted him to be happy, but... 
I don't know if the kid's ready to really run a whole ship. He's only been on the sea for like, what, six months? This is the hundred-year-old person that you're talking about? Yeah, but he's an elf. You wouldn't get it. I mean, you know, humans and one tiefling, you uncultured swine. You wait in the back of her neck just feels like this like awesome sleigh from like downstairs like she knows like somebody just got dissed really well and then um she starts to feel the poop water on her barrel costume so she just rolls with it towards the stairs fascinating and the party rages on it's now full into the evening there's jack-o'-lanterns lit all over the deck and a bonfire actually is lit on the ship oh yeah it's a magic bonfire it's built on spirit sand it's sand that you light on fire and it crackles and it radiates heat, but it doesn't actually burn anything except for uh, spirit sand. Spirit sand sounds like the ashes of someone. It might be. Tiptoes is tending the fire, even though it doesn't need tending. He likes to be needed. And he announces loudly in a billowing voice over everybody else. Hear ye, hear ye. It's time for spooky stories. Who's got one? And Ark Hardheart Yardley. Steps forward into the crowd. Hard heart. Hard heart. Hard heart. He's got a serious look in his eye. I've got one for you. A true, scary story of a pirate who once sailed these very waters. His name was Green-Eyed Kai. And when Kai's story begins, he's floating on the remains of his fishing boat, waiting to die of thirst. But one foggy night... Kai sees a ship in the distance, a big one, that glows in the dark, even on a moonless night. Kai stayed silent, the sight of the thing striking dread in his heart. But the ship approached right up to him and stopped where a ladder was built into the side, out of the clean bones of human hands. Green-eyed Kai climbed aboard to search for water, but instead... He heard a voice in his head. The voice told Kai that he could have all the water he could drink and more, all the fish he could catch and more, all the gold he could ever spend and more. If only he would be the captain of this ship. And Kai accepted. How could he not? And with Kai as captain, the ship sailed the seas plundering all in its path, leaving no survivors. He who commanded the ship possessed all of its dark power. One day, Kai noticed two of his fingers were missing. A month later, he noticed he'd been walking on a peg leg. Then, while steering his dark vessel, he put his hand to his face and realized he couldn't see out of his left eye. That's when he looked down at the steering wheel which is called a helm, and right in the center of it was green-eyed Kai, his own green eye looking back at him like it had been there all along. Kai fled his duty as a captain, but the ship didn't like that very much, taking payment most grim from its captain. He was found months later when a little boy fishing off the shore of a small town dragged what was left of him out of the water. All that was left was his head. No tongue, no ears, just one green eye. Now I know this story to be true, because that little fisher boy who pulled the head out of the river was me. 
and green-eyed Kai told me the whole story through a series of blinks from his one eye. Like in Morse code? It was a long and tedious process. I thought these were supposed to be scary stories, and I thought that was a really <laughs> funny story. I was a little scared until, like, the Morse code with the eye. Really? Hot Heart, what did you do with the head? Let's, <laughs> let's circle back. Yeah. Do you have it? Did you take a photo of it on your shell phone? Did you eat it? <gasps> that sounds like something Hot Heart would do. The head lived happily ever after. No. <laughs> no. no. But some say that that ship is still out there, always looking for a new captain. Kanar, you want to be a captain? Kanar, you are a captain. You could have just said that. You could have just said, Kanar, you are a captain. She's already up pouring herself another drink. She's like not really listening. And Nugget, who is even drunker than the rest of you, says, You know, the crew really respects you, Kanar. You don't have to listen to Mo. She, look, all the cool treasury stuff and the cool fights happened when Mo was captain still. So you just need to have your captain story. You haven't had your moment. <laughs> and then she runs off. See, Nugget, Nugget, th this is what I mean, Nugget. <laughs> She's drunk. She's like a, a tiny little boy in the back of my head. She's always there. She's always there. Don't listen to her. She hears everything. She's got ears stick up on her head. You don't need ears in the back of your head. Everybody's got ears. Why do we have ears? And then he tumbles off the ship, falls straight so forward he, into the water. He falls backwards, actually. He falls asleep on his back. Oh, sleep well, sweet prince. <laughs> I'll put a little blanket over him. I know he's done for the night. He is, and soon after, so are the rest of you. Can I have constitution saving throws from each of you? Mm, for sleeping? <laughs> for sleeping? You've had a lot of booze. Oh my god, is this an alcohol poisoning insane? Basically. I got a nat 20. Hey, you are very safe. Very safe. I got an 18. Uh, I got a 12. Okay. You guys fall asleep on the deck of the Adventurer's Mark. You're not exactly sure when. Did I fall asleep in my armor or did I get that off? Oh, for sure in the armor. <laughs> Maybe I got like like a boot off. And I'm just in a deep trance. Not asleep. Not asleep, <laughs> everyone. Not asleep. He's not asleep. Kanar is in a trance with his eyes closed. Burnt Bill sleeps on the belly of Tiptoes, who sleeps on his back on the deck. Aww, and Nugget is still perfectly snug in his blanket. And the waves and the alcohol take all of you into dream world. Sometime later, you stir, opening your eyes, trying to figure out exactly where you are. Kanar, you're still drunk, which makes it harder. It's still nighttime, probably only a couple hours since the party died down. The deck is covered in dew. You guys don't see the fiery revenge tied to your ship anymore. Instead, you see the last candle in a smashed jack-o'-lantern suddenly blow out with a cold breeze that leaves you in only the light of the full moon. And then you hear, Wakey, wakey, adventure awaits. Unit's voice booms from the helm above. So wait, we wake up and my ship is gone? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Are we gonna skate over this? Can we react to this? Like, we're just like, oh, the ship's gone. The dragon lantern light went out. We're not going like, what the fuck? Right now, you're still in the peaceful waking up, getting oriented phase. Do you think Mo has 
ever woken up peacefully? Yeah, Mo does not woken up peacefully, yeah. <laughs> Mo does nothing peacefully. No. She wakes us up. Unit, where is my boat? Where's my ship? Captain, the fiery revenge is back where we left it. Why did we leave it? Just following the captain's orders. Wait, I never gave that order. And I definitely never gave that order. I believe we are remembering things differently. Okay, remind us, which captain did you get this information from? After a lot of yelling and some hissing, it was a unanimous decision. Both captains said, rather loudly, to sail until we found something interesting. And then Yue said, why would we do that? Then Mo said, she wanted to show Kinar what real adventuring looked like. Then Kinar said, you can try. Then Mo said something very impolite. Okay, oh wait, hold, hold on. You're malfunctioning, buddy. We gotta do the tune-up. Feels good to not be a captain at the moment. How far from the fiery revenge are we, Yoon? Unclear. Uh-uh. And what was what were their <laughs> orders? What were the, the fiery revenge's orders? Mm. Above my pay grade, I'm afraid. You're not you're not getting paid. <laughs> Nevertheless, I have found something very interesting for you, captains. Please say it's a rock. Look ho! And he spins don't the wheel. Don't call us a hoe! <laughs> no, that's pirate speak. Don't worry, don't worry. I don't like it, no! Euphoria! He spins the helm to the port side, and you guys suddenly lurch as the ship veers to the left. Burnt Bill rolls off of tiptoes and crashes to the ground, and you guys turn towards the large full moon, which now peaks just over the horizon, and within its outline, something dark is silhouetted some distance away but unit is headed straight for it and that's where we will end the episode today thank you all so much for listening to roll for it bonus series unityville horror i hope you enjoyed yourselves and we will see you next time give us a follow on our socials if you haven't yet check in with us tell us what you liked okay love you bye be merry prosper Love. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye. Bye. How do I leave? I don't even know how. Oh, she's still here. <laughs> oh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.